Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 183 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. Welcome, minions. Hey, Tim. Hey, what? Happy late fucking birthday, you old man. Thanks, I am old now. You're officially... Mine age 54? Is, no, because my age is the same, forwards and backwards. Oh, that's like episode 181, forward and backwards, left to the right, Japanese and it's American. It's the same numbers, though. It's like not... There's no one and there's... Yeah, we haven't done it since episode 44. That would be my age. That would be. So, uh, what else? Uh, what what is your whole entire birthday week slash weekend slash till today consisted of? Well, before that, we should tell listeners what we're enjoying. For oh, that's right. Treat. You supplied this awesome tasty treat this week. So why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Yeah, I stopped by a local growler filler place that was running this on special for six dollars for sixty four ounces. Which holy shit, cannot beat that price. Nope. Um, this is a kind of staple in the area. This is Boneyard RPM IPA. It's brewed using six different Northwest varieties of hops um, with over 2.5 pounds of those hops per barrel. Um, so RPM focuses on extreme hoppiness rather than bitterness. It's golden and copper in color with a complex malt profile that will not overshadow the hops. Nice. It is 50 IBUs with 6.5 ABV. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So, what do you think of it? It's very hoppy. Um, they definitely succeeded there. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I would grab, like, one of these probably somewhere. Too bad. I, you're getting two today. Oh, it might more than that. But uh, I don't know if I, like, if I was out somewhere, I don't know if I'd Although, grab two or I three of these. I think we should supplement our after break um, tasty treat with something that we're going to bring up in the news a little later. Oh, yeah. It's like, going to get dark. I think so. Uh, back to my birthday, because it's all yeah. about me. It's all about you. It's all about you. So I celebrated my birthday. We should sing Tim happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to you. Actually, the song is trademarked. You're going to have to delete that. No, it's not. Actually, the trademark ran out, and that's the reason why people can sing it now. Are you sure? I am 100% positive. If I just you get a to trademark a strike on, on YouTube for that, I will laugh my ass off. I'm just saying. I mean, that would be a birthday miracle, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. No, I just listened to a podcast on it, and that's the reason why uh, some restaurants now have gone away from their own cheesy, oh, stupid God. birthday songs. Oh, God. We had songs. that at a restaurant I worked back, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. That we had, like, three different versions. Was of, it like, happy, happy birthday, it's your birthday, of, son? That That is the tempo of one of them. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of corporations use the same three. E- yeah. They were like, what can we get as close to without Where I work off? now does not have... There's. I work at two places, and they do not allow singing, and I love that. That's amazing. If the families want to sing, they're welcome to. But we do not sing. We did break the rule once for a two-year-old. Because she's a freaking two-year-old. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I mean, she's two. Was it your nighttime job or your morning time job? Nighttime. Okay. And I, I have no... That was fine. She, yeah. She was cute and loved it, and it was it was a good one. That was good. It, good call on you guys. Yeah. If, if you're two, like, whatever. It's your birthday. If but, a two-year-old asks you to sing fucking happy some, birthday, you sing fucking happy birthday. If you're some 44-year-old motherfucker like me, you don't need other grown-ass adults forced to sing to you in a public space. I mean... No. I'm going to start coming into places now and be like, sing me a happy birthday! I mean, I do know of places where you they put a, like a stupid-ass hat on you. Yeah, like the fish hat? 
Yeah, I think yeah. that's like some passive aggressive payback. That's I'm some tot- real passive aggressive. I'm bullshit. totally for that. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you want you want to sing to you, huh? Yeah. Here, where this, this fucking where this fucking fucking at? Why sing? No, sing to you. Yeah, asshole. All right, so nobody assholes, sa- nobody sang to me. I just did. Nobody sang to me on my birthday, which was I'm talking about. Yes, you did. I acknowledge you sang to me. Thank you. Um, I kind of got the same present from everybody, and it was awesome. Wait, I wasn't original? Uh, I mean, everyone was slightly different, but it was definitely on a theme. Did I get the biggest one? Uh, I think you did, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah! I got bourbon from three different people. Holy shit, who else? Anybody that I know, like Mark? Mark. Okay, what did wife. he give you? My wife didn't know what to get me, so we were at Costco, and I'm like, here, get me that. Was it Crown? No, it was um the house brand. I wanted to try the Kirkland. Oh, the Kirkland, house- yeah. Uh, it's a blended Canadian whiskey. It's got a high rating, and I just wanted to try it to see if it could be like my everyday. Like I came home from work. Is it good? It's it's just fine. Is it like a Canadian Dry or like it? Like, it's just like an obviously un- it's a knockoff or it's a rebranding of somebody. That's it's already just out a wholly unoffensive, good, moderately smooth. Huh. I'll have to look forward to trying it sometime. Yeah, maybe I'll bring some over in a flask for you or something. Yeah. Like, it's it's exactly what I was looking for, and it's cheap. It's, like, good, pretty big, and it's 30 bucks, including all the taxes. Jesus. Yeah. That's incredible. That's why. That's what I'm looking for, is, like, a staple. Yeah. Like a staple bourbon. Like, I want the cool one that you got yeah, me, yeah, and, yeah. like, the one that Mark got me for, like, you know, if I'm, like, sipping, and, and but if I get home from work, and I just want to... Just want to drink. I want to drink before I go to bed. So yeah. Knock nightcap. My, knock my... A literal nightcap. Yeah. yeah. I don't really care if it's, you know... Maker's Mark 47 or whatever. Is that what Mark got you? No. He got oh. me a bullet. I haven't had that one. You never had bullet? I don't think so. Wow. I'm kind of surprised. It's uh, pretty common. Huh. Um, I mean, maybe I've had it somewhere along the lines and just didn't know it. I don't know. It's just a pretty pretty big brand. Huh. When this turned into whiskey talk, but... Huh. Well, what else did you do for your birthday? Um, Got up, had breakfast at a kitchen table. Sweet. Um, That's a good place to go. Yeah. Did they do anything for your birthday there? Like a... Uh, so, I'm part of the rewards club. I got so five, am I. five bucks off. Oh, nice. Cool. So I didn't cool. know we got five bucks for our yeah. birthdays. Shit. I missed it. <laughs> they just, you know, when you go up to pay, they say, hey, what's your membership number? Oh, you got a $5 birthday reward. Do you want to use it? I'm like, yeah. Sweet. So, my strawberry waffle's a little bit cheaper. Do you know your waitress's name? I don't. Oh. She knows by now that I need um, real creamer, not the Nestle, like, fake shit. Like, the caramel, whatever. Like, I want actual milk. They actually bring you, like, actual milk? No. They just bring you the non-flavored stuff? No, there's usually creamer on the... There's a big bowl of yeah, cream, yeah, creamers. I, yeah, But sometimes other people like me pick through them. And mm-hmm. most of most of the creamers are the flavored Flavored shit, shit. yeah, yeah. So no. sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have any real cream here. So she knows that I need that. Do but, you sit, Okay, question. Do you sit on the left or the right? Walking in from the door yep. to the right. Oh, you, you get served by Destiny then. That's uh, our girl. Okay. She works the right side. Okay. So... <laughs> I know her by name. Yeah, she brings me the same. She knows I don't like the fl- the flavored shit, so she brings me just normal. She worries about me because I'm like trying to eat sort of healthy. I like okay, take one egg off the omelet. I don't want the potatoes. I want fruit instead. Oh. And like afterwards, she's like, did you get enough to eat? It's <laughs> <laughs> like you get two pancakes with a yeah. with, with a omelet. I'm like, I'm not gonna eat two. Don't waste it. I'll just take one pancake. Yeah. So I'm like like cutting down my meal like substantially. Yeah. And she's always because I'm a big guy. She's always worried like, did you get enough to eat? Yeah. I always wonder the blonde hair, right? Oh, kind of like dirtyish blonde. Dirty blonde, yeah. Yep. 
Bigger girl. Yes. Yep. I was going to say that. Yeah, she's, she's cool. She's very cool. She's very professional. She but, knows my son. She knows my son before he was but born. But I always wonder, like, if I said, yeah, I'm still kind of hungry, like, what would she do? She'll bring it to you. Yeah. She will. That's cool. Yeah, because, like, my wife was, like, picking out something one time, and she's like, you don't like that? And Sarah's like, hmm... She's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to go get you so a whole I wanted thing. a waffle. That was the thing. Like, the whole picking the breakfast thing. I wanted a waffle. And the waffle was good. But... I only get two things there, so she just surprises me. She knows I don't care which one she brings, so... Awesome. I've never tried She, like, flips a coin in the back or something. Yeah, it's either the uh, meat skillet mm-hmm. or the meat omelet, so... I'm picking up on a theme here. Really not a difference between the two. I, I go for different omelets. I like the uh, I can't remember what they call it. It's got like a chorizo in it and stuff. Oh, cool! And yeah, avocado. It's like the uh, it's like the Mexican farmer's omelet or whatever. Probably can't remember the name I, of it. I, I, yeah. I like avocado in my omelet. Cool. Anyway, this time I got a waffle. Um, the only thing I didn't like is it's got the strawberries are like totally like preserved. Oh no! Like the like kind but of I like knew, slimy. Yeah, strawberry. I, I knew that going in. Um, oh. it's, the problem is there's not really like a waffle place around here. Like, no, we, the best place I could I think would wanna, be with I, I the Elmers. Wanna, Really? Yeah, Elmer's does pretty good on that type I of stuff. Elmer's. Breakfast Elmer's food. is old people. I know, but I do like Elmer's a lot. Okay. I haven't been in a while. Breakfast just... food is very good at Elmer's. Yeah, I like fresh strawberries. It's hard to find them. Like, yeah. where, where I work has fresh strawberries. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, I guess that's true. You guys are high end. Um, We're not high end. We just we use fresh ingredients only. You guys are high end. For for breakfast, you guys are high end. We're like 12 bucks for an entree. Oh, really? 12 to 16. I think our most I've ex- never been able to make it inside that restaurant before, so... Yeah. It's always a fucking line at the door. That's how you tell a place is good to eat. You know what's not? If you walk into a restaurant and there's, like, open seating and you have any table you want, walk away. Just say, I forgot something in my car, and then just drive away. Because if no one else is there, <laughs> they all know something you don't know. Like, if a place is... But pa- you might want to stay and find out what the, you don't know. No, see, what, what cracks me up is, like, when people come and, like, oh, how long is the wait? And we're like, oh, 20, 30 minutes. Oh, we're going to go somewhere else. I'm like, all right. Yeah, have fun. All these other people know something you don't know. There's a place that, called Mama's down the street. Go try it out. Yeah, hopefully you don't get food poisoning. Yeah. Enjoy. Anyway, waffle was good. Good. I, I don't mean to complain. I knew going in that it was yeah, that yeah. The whipped cream was awesome. They drizzled a little chocolate on top. Oh, it was, nice. It That's cool. cool. It came with bacon and, and eggs. and Yeah, that was full. Now, that was that was the this last Saturday. No, actually, I didn't celebrate my birthday on my birthday. I celebrated okay. the day before. So, it was the Friday. day that I saw you. Yes, which was okay. Friday. Which was Friday. Which was Friday. Um, did your kids get to go to the breakfast with you? No, they were oh, school. So it was just Friday. You and your they wife. were school. Yep. Wait, you found your wife. I did. You forgot to mention that. Yes, she, she showed up. Finally. She promised that she would spend Friday with me. And I did get a message from you Thursday night saying, "See, I told you, she's well, not gonna yeah. go do Friday." Shit, she hit the fan on Thursday. And I was really <laughs> worried she had to follow up with it the next day, but nope, she didn't. Um, so then we went to Jansen Beach. We're going to go to Best Buy. I didn't tell you this part. I was saving it for today. Okay. So we went to uh, this place, a nail place that does like hand- pedicures, okay. manicures. Yeah. And they serve you booze as part of the service. In Jansen Beach? Yeah. What's it called? I don't remember. Well, what the fuck? So How I got am a- I supposed to go get my nubs worked on? In- I got a pedicure, not a manicure. Okay, well. I don't have nubs down there. So, none of you um, listening to this will be able to see this, but I'm going to take my sock off. Oh, dear God. If you got your toenails painted, I'm going to fucking freak the hell out. That's why I'm doing it. All right. Pull my sock off. Christ. Okay, what color do you think they are? Normal color. You didn't fucking paint your nails? Oh, my God. Tim painted his fucking nails. They're fucking blue. They're not blue. They are blue. That is fucking cobalt blue. That's gunmetal black. Uh, It looks like fucking cobalt blue. Take your flashlight out and turn it on. 
Oh my god, Timmy, you're so... It looks like the surface on a gun. That doesn't make this any less... No, that's totally... Oh my god, how gay. Really? Yep. I have two children. I know. (sighs) Which of us is more secure in our masculinities? Because you kill animals. I paint my toenails. (laughs) You kill animals, I paint toenails. It's very true, though. Hey, they did a good job, though. They did. I mean... I I actually like that color. Yeah, that's a pretty good color. Now that I took the flash, it's gunmetal. The second it starts to flake, it's gone. But they're like, do you want color? So how many times have you done this? How many times have you done it? Not your children, because your children paint your toenails and your fingernails are a little bit different. Uh, It's at least three. Okay. My very first one was after a marathon... Um, and we weren't planning on it, but we were in the Castro district of, uh, San Francisco. So that's a very, that is a gay district. Yeah. That's a very gay district. But we walked by this business called hand job. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you walk in and ask for one? Like, Hey, can I get a hand job? I said, we're in a race. You know how many times they, they hear that a day? Um, Mark, who you just referenced had to get, he bought some random thing just to get a gift bag that said hand job on it. Cause he thought the, Yeah. We didn't get actually hand jobs, manicures. We got just pedicures there. That was my first pedicure ever. Okay. Did they paint your toenails? Not that time. Okay. Um, Second time. I don't remember, but probably. Okay. It might have been a clear coat, though. Gotcha. Um, I have clear coated my nails before because I cracked the shit out of them rafting, and I was trying to. I like the experience of a pedicure. Like any males listening right now, judging me, like it. Feels, I've heard that from a lot of people. I'm not gonna it lie. It feels good, and it's actually. I don't bend as much. It's hard for me to really clip my nails really well. Yeah. And they get in there and clip them and all That's that. That's cool. So. I've heard it's very relaxing. Rub, I've also heard that like. They rub my feet with hot stones. Yeah. Put like a scrub on it and it feels good. Huh. Nice. So. It's I mean, a I'm look, not judging. So. Yeah, you can judge. I don't care. I, I mean, I thought, I'm not. It looks. And it, I've heard it feels amazing. It so. does feel amazing. So. I was saying. <laughs> I didn't bring that up before now. Cause oh, I wanted God to, damn it. <laughs> so we did that. So here's. This is probably the part where you should judge me. Hold on, hold on. Put your foot back over. I'm take a photo of this for the fucking Instagram. Um, zoom in, in on Tim's foot. All right, guys, head over to Instagram at Plug and Play Cast. You guys check out uh, Tim's toenails. Nice. All right. So, what am I judging you on? As I mentioned before, my wife did not know what to get me for my birthday. Correct. I am a pain in the ass to shop for. I will acknowledge this. So we're like going to Best Buy, which is also Jensen. I'm not going to lie. You actually haven't been, but this year you did fucking stump me. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Tim wants whiskey. I didn't know what I wanted. And whiskey is the perfect. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a go-to no matter what. <laughs> it's it's perfect. I'm actually wearing my only non-whiskey present right I now. I saw that, and that's super fucking cool. Um. So anyway, she was like, uh, well, let's go to Best Buy. Maybe you'll see something you want. So then you message me frantically. What do I want at Best Buy? <laughs> and then I like, respond, shit shit shit, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck me. So we, we I mean, we showed, showed Did you. Did you even look at the items I suggested? Mm-hmm. Nothing? I mean, just nothing grabbed me. Okay. Like, I Did they have wireless, like, uh, mobile app door openers like I was talking about? Didn't see that. Okay. But even They're so. They're pretty that- new. Even if they did, I don't think Best Buy would be the place to buy it from uh, as far as price. Probably not. So I looked at some camcorders okay. um, for our show, and like there were some that were all right, but not enough that I wanted my wife to spend $250. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like games, like you know, I, I get every game yeah. that comes out. I've already got God of War pre-ordered, for example, like all of that. 
I mean, I, I could have her give me like a Nintendo eShop gift card or whatever, but whatever. It's like, it, yeah, it not not cool. So I'm like, you know what, honey? Like, we we walked around the store, looked at stuff. We also went to Toys R Us since we knew it was closing. I heard they're doing blowout sales today or this week. Maybe. Um, I wasn't impressed while I was there. Some of the you said dro- it was pretty fucking like destroyed. Yeah, just like, I mean, I I understand the clerks losing the motivation to restock everything correctly. Yeah. So it was really messy, but there wasn't a lot of price drops. Uh, some of the drones were like fifty bucks, like reasonably priced. But I just you already they, have one A. I have one, and they were all kind of comparable to that level of drone. Like they didn't do something different. Um, so I was like, nah. And then Best Buy again. I was like, eh. So we left there, and we had errands to run, and we ended up at Costco, and that's when I got my bourbon. But flash forwarding to um, dinner time. Yeah. Um, we went to uh, Beaverton to a ramen place I hadn't been to before. How was it? Because uh, we were going to join you, but we were like, we weren't even like, you guys would have already been halfway through the meal. You had sent me the me- like picture message like 20 minutes So before. as far as atmosphere, it's like attached to like a, a Asian grocery store. Uh-huh. So it, the atmosphere is not at all amazing. Like Lame. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a... Strike one. It's not a destination restaurant that way. Gotcha. But it's good. Like... Like Norinico good or like so, random fucking spot in Seattle that we always end up at good. Well, that's the gold standard to me. Norinico's below that for me. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, um, Seattle's number one. It's complicated because Norinico's been a little uneven for me recently. Like, really, I haven't been for a while. The presentation's always good, um, but like the last time I went, when I told you, mm-hmm. the noodles weren't quite cooked well enough. Oh, so lame. A little bit hard. Um, so the flavors were, at this place were really good. Like whatever. So like on level Nico, or like a little bit above, but still below the Seattle. The broth was above. Okay, but still below Seattle. <sighs> the broth was like right there. Okay, okay. The place at Seattle wins over because they do, they do presentation better. Yeah, yeah. They weren't so concerned about the presentation. Okay. Nor Nico is better as far as presentation. Okay. They just like kind of throw everything in, whatever. It tastes amazing. Yeah. It's like your grandma cooking. Like, yeah, it's like. It tastes freaking awesome, but she's just not going to put like the little garnish yeah, on it. Yeah, it doesn't set. look pretty, but it fucking tastes amazing. So it's that. Okay, cool. It's like someone's grandma making awesome. How food. was pricing? Do you. It was decent. It was great. It was cheap. Okay. It was Sweet. Probably a little cheaper than Norinico. Nice. They have size options too. There's normal, there's large, and then there's like, I don't know what they called it. It's basically normal size, one and a half size, and double size. Holy fuck. So that's a cool option. So what'd you get? Normal? Yeah. And it yeah. was it was more than enough. Wow. I probably could have finished off one and a half. Double would have put me in like a coma. Huh. That's cool though. Yeah. So we did that and then kind of got surprised because you showed up after yeah. that. And I didn't know there was an escape room right across the parking lot, which apparently was hard for you to find. There was no fucking... I literally sat out there and like looked around because my GPS was like, you have arrived. And I was like, cool. So like we parked literally where we ended up parking before. I'm like looking around. I'm like, there's no fucking escape room here. You're expecting like a big sign or something. Like a lot of all the escape rooms I've ever been to have a fucking sign. Two out of the three I've been to have been literally except for the Seattle one. Just like they rent, they rent like an office office space, space and there's very little signage. It's weird. So I took a picture I wasn't supposed to take. I can put that on Instagram too. Sweet. But basically, the setup was like you're locked in an 80s style arcade. It was really fucking cool. And the owner's like nuts, and he's left a bomb in there. And like the employee's like, I don't know he's what to do. He's blowing the place up. He's, yeah. Because he doesn't want to pay his employees anymore. So you got an hour, and there's like actual literal arcade machines there. You have to play. There's two of them. Yeah. And there's all sorts of arcade related Well, clues. there was. 
two arcade tables, or yeah, two arcade tables and a foosball. Yeah. And then there was like a like a like a like a reward center, like where you like if you got tickets, you could go like yeah. claim a prize. And my son got to handle that because he loves that part. Yeah. Your son was like all over that. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that like the one time when I found Darth Vader. He was like so antsy. He's like, "Come on, get in there, get in there, get in there. There's gonna be something good." And I was like, "Well, just hold on. <laughs> I gotta figure out what the hell the passcode is." Yeah. Then your daughter did math wrong, and then it took a while, but me, we made it out. And me and your wife were stuck forever on this map of uh, World of Warcraft. Azeroth. Azeroth. Yeah. We eventually figured out that the, the I did some of it. You did, but I didn't draw the lines though. That's what I figured out. I was like, no. okay, I'm going to draw the lines. And then if you looked at the lines, they kind of formed letters like U and N and that kind of thing. I, in my head, was drawing the lines. It and helped I, a lot. Well, I saw on the a map, it said you can draw on it. It's like, hmm, I think we should draw on it. Okay. Yeah, so I, in my head, I But drew... we just had a hard time, like, finding all the damn places. Like, we, there was one we spent, I, I, I'm sure... you guys drew a line through it. <sighs> damn it. Probably, like, five minutes looking for this one damn Broken Pillars place. Yeah. It took us forever to find that. Anyway, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. We beat it with 18 seconds to spare. And I wasn't so confident your daughter wasn't going to get us blown up. Yeah, she kept like messing up on the final code yeah. to get out. I will admit that I screwed up the first time. I didn't mm-hmm. roll. My thumb was on the hashtag. Well, she was getting all... Ah, ah. Yeah, and then she was starting to like, freak, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, hold on. Just, clear. We're all just stop. Die. Just hold on a second. Take a deep breath. We're going to start over again. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, we did not have any time to spare. Yeah. So, actually, I think it said pound sign, and I don't think she understood what I meant, so I was like, oh, shit, younger hashtag, kid, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Right. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So. That's probably enough about my birthday. What have you been up to? Um, I power washed our front patio and our driveway and then the sidewalk. So, I did that, and I went to your birthday party. Mm-hmm. And uh, during my power washing, I almost got to the very end of the driveway that, like, wraps around and goes down the hill. And uh, one of my lovely neighbors came over and was like, here, if you want to continue, you can use this. And I was like, an attachment to do sidewalks. And I was like, nah, I'm going to quit here. Thanks, so. though. like, yeah. I'm not going to like finish all the way down to the end of the street. Well, with the attachment, it would have been faster, right? It would have, but I would have also had like, it was already like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'd have been out there since like 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. That's I was fair. like, I'm done. So. You've spent a lot of time power washing the last two weeks. Yep. But, looks good. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. I'm glad you're getting Hopefully used. Hopefully bark dust next weekend. That should have been your tech talk. The power washer. Oh, it should have been. But we got a different one. So Kind of, yes. Kind of, yeah. Um, but that's really all I've been up to this week. We're preparing for something I'm going to talk about next week. And uh, we got new logos. Yeah, we, we do. We haven't really uploaded them anywhere yet, but they're going to have new logos on all social media outlets that actually like, look nice. I don't know done. if people really notice. Like, they'll just look better. They're more higher resolution. Yeah. So... Time to, time to update for all you people your 4K TVs. What the exactly. hell? So, anyways, you want to talk some? Uh, you want to talk some news? Yeah, let's talk some news. Okay, hold on. So, uh, Tim, what do you got for us? So, this has been going on for a long time. Ubisoft has been threatened with a, a hostile takeover from this company called Vivendi. Um, Vivendi. Vivendi keeps buying up. They're like the Team Rocket of the Pokemon world. They, Vivendi owns tons of stuff. Um, 
They're a French company, a media company. Wee wee, motherfucker! And they've been buying up shares of uh, Ubisoft um, almost to the point of a controlling interest, I think. Yeah. And once they get to a controlling interest, they basically own Ubisoft. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess for whatever reason, Vivendi got tired and they dumped their stock. Um, So they dumped all of it and um, Ubisoft bought some of it. But another major player... Ubi finally invested in themselves. Yes, but another player also bought a pretty big chunk. Yeah. And this is a company you might not have heard of, but they're actually pretty huge. I've heard a lot about them. They've got their hands they on a lot of... They are huge. They're fucking scary. They are. Uh, it's Tencent. It's a Chinese company. You probably haven't heard about them because they mostly focus on mobile games at this, so far. Um, but And other things that are not in our wheelhouse. Like uh, Dota kind of games. And, like, I think pharmaceuticals, and I'm not 100% positive, but I think they have their hands in, like, multiple industries. Yeah. So, Tencent bought a big chunk, but not a, not a huge chunk. Uh, Vivendi, before they dumped it, had 27.3. Holy shit. Which is a big chunk. Um, So, that's, I don't know, kind of good to, for, at least now, Ubisoft will continue making... A lot of franchises that mm-hmm. a lot of people enjoy, like um, Far Cry 5 is coming out soon. The latest Assassin's Creed Origins is really good. Um, i trying to think there's another franchise they do. I think they do Division, is that right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, they make, they make lots of recurring games. They they, they tend to like... Yeah. But they're... They, they like games that are sequential. But they are big into the open world. They A lot of the open world designs that we have today are due to Ubisoft's design choices. So Yep. It's cool that they uh, are getting out from under that. So this next story is complicated. Well, we should also say they owned Riot Games and Epic Games, just so you know. Okay. So, you should not trust Facebook. But Tim, Mark Zuckerberg has all the best interests for me in mind, and he even has a public persona analyst that tracks how well he's perceived. The thing that most people don't realize about Facebook is... Facebook is not the product. Do you know what the product is? Facebook. No, you. No, it's my face, face on their book. Facebook. No, it's my face on their book. No, Facebook. They have is... a book with my face on it. Yes, and your face is the product. Company. I am the product. <laughs> it's a platform to harvest your digital information. Just mine. And market it to people that pay Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. So. Zach book. So when it comes to just straight up advertising, it, it's kind of slimy, but it hasn't been sinister. Facebook is tracking you all the time. Like the things you click on. Just so you guys are aware, Tim's talking about me specifically. Now you guys don't worry about it. No. If you're not worried about it, you should be. Oh, so, there, he's not just tracking just me? So some of you may have heard of Cambridge Analytica in the news recently. And I'm going to try to break this down. Um, this is brought to us from theatlantic.com I'm trying to, to summarize what what has come to light in three paragraphs because it's very complicated and I'm trying to present it to you in a simple format. Okay. Okay. So, going back June 2014 there's a researcher named Alexander Kogan and he developed a personality quiz app for Facebook. It was um, very heavily influenced by a similar personality quiz app made by Psychometric Center which is a Cambridge University laboratory where, where Kogan once worked. So his new app, about 270,000 people installed it on their Facebook account. But with the way Facebook works, 
Kogan could access the data about those users or their friends. Because at that time, Facebook would allow an app to not only access the people's information that were using the app, but everyone on their friends list. Holy shit. So you didn't authorize this app, but your dumb friend George did, and now this app... Fucking George. If you know a George, delete him off of Facebook. So when Kogan's app asked for that data... When his ass asked for that data... It saved that information onto a private database instead of immediately deleting, which is what you're supposed to do. But Facebook doesn't enforce that. So Kogan has this huge private database containing information about 50 million Facebook users to the voter profiling company Cambridge Analytica. And then Cambridge Analytica used that to make 30 million psychographic profiles about voters. Okay. What's a psychographic profile? Okay, that is like everything that that you like, that you fear. Like, Facebook has a tremendous amount of data on you. Like, it, it knows that you're afraid of clowns. It knows that you like to browse at 3 a.m. It knows that you shop for um, toothbrush holders um, when it's that special time of the month. Like, it knows your habits. It knows That's you... That special time of the month. It knows you access the, the internet from Chrome browser on your Android phone, whatever. Yeah. So, huge database, 50 million people. Cambridge Analytica has it. What happens next? Okay. So, Cambridge Analytica has a significant tie to some of President Trump's most prominent supporters and advisors. Rebecca Mercer is a Republican donor and co-owner of Breitbart News and sits on the board of Cambridge Analytica. Her father, Robert Mercer, invested $15 million in Cambridge Analytica on the recommendation of his political advisor, Steve Bannon. Um, That name sounds familiar. You should know who that is if you're paying attention to this. This Monday, a hidden camera footage appeared that appeared to show Alexander Nix who was Cambridge Analytica's CEO, offering to bribe and blackmail public officials around the world based on this data that was harvested. I saw you went to slutsforcheap.com on 12.9 at 39 if hour. did actually do this, which it appeared to do on hidden camera, it would violate UK law. And Cambridge Analytica suspended Nick's to cover their ass on Tuesday. So Cambridge Analytica always used the psychographic tools to make targeted online ads for the Brexit Leave campaign, the 2016 presidential campaign of Ted Cruz. Everybody in in Ted Cruz's home state hates him. They think he's a turd. But he got elected because of these targeted ads and the 2016 Trump campaign. So if any British Cambridge Analytica employees without a green card worked on these two U.S. campaigns, which they probably did, they did so in violation of federal law. It's it's illegal for foreign people to work on a campaign. Oh, shit. But they probably did. So, I know that's complicated. I left out lots of details. But that's why that should matter to you. Your information is being harvested. It's being used against you. And, yeah, don't trust Facebook. That's the reason why blow-up dolls are all over my news feed. That would be why. Gotcha. So, I hope that didn't bore too many of you out there. But it's important. You should care about your friends doing random personality quizzes. Am I Luke Skywalker or am I Darth Maul? You're a fucking idiot. You just gave hey, away my... Team, when are you going to die? You gave away my information. So, moving on. You can have the next news story. Okay, well, uh, would you say that's illegal, Tim, for uh, them to use our data? Yes, illegal things happen. Okay, so, speaking of illegal things, one of the Kickstarters that we backed, funded, and received is now underneath Lawsuit Heat. So we're going to go ahead and probably use this at the uh, start of the... Yeah, so Sip Dark made the uh, yeah. wooden uh, whiskey 
glasses to oak whiskey glass, which is actually made out of oak barrel aged uh, wood. So when we went to the whiskey uh, library the other day, we we commented that these glasses look really familiar, very familiar. And I woke up uh, yesterday morning to this email from Kickstarter. Hello, this is a message from Kickstarter's integrity team. We're writing to inform you that the project you backed, American Oak Whiskey Glass, is the subject of intellectual property dispute. The law requires that we remove the po- project from public view until the dispute is resolved. Um, because this project has already ended successfully, your pledge has not been affected. The creators should still be able to move forward, possibly, and send out any unfulfilled rewards. If you have any questions, though, you can still message the creator through the product project page although it is not viewable to the public so i i think they got busted for using the exact shape that we saw exact dimensions everything yes i'm pretty sure they were just like hey so can you guys make us a mold that looks just like this?" i went to sip dark's uh, website and i clicked on wooden glasses and they showed a new design (laughs) that looks nothing at all like what we have Hmm. it's very suspicious tim yep so i think we have some limited edition glasses is what i'm saying so that that's very weird. Um and in other news, what the fuck is Atari doing? Okay. I, I don't even know. So Atari, I, have, I have an email to read if you want me to read this whole thing. I, I kinda yeah, I kind of cut it down to make it shorter because okay. it was really long. So Atari's been doing some bizarre things interest recently. They um had the VCR? Those, VCR. Is that the name of their new console or VSC? I thought it was VCX or something like that. They have they're releasing a new console know. that no one knows what the hell's going on. It's got like a a PC base. It it's it, got intellectual property written all over it. So it's going to have old games like old Atari games, obviously. But it's going to you're run, also able to load ROMs from what I hear, it, like out of the. It's game. got like the whole wood like it looks like an old console, like Atari console. So that's cool. I mean, that's Atari. That mm-hmm. that's at least something they should be doing. But then there was those hats. Do you remember those hats? Speaker hats. Got speakers on the brims. I can blast your tunes. Yeah. That Bluetooth so- speakers on the rims of your hats. That was something. Okay, why don't you read what they're doing now? It, is this the jacket? No. Oh, They made a wood panel jacket, too. Did you see that? No. Oh, God. No. So it's a black zip-up sweater. Uh-huh. That, like, it's a nice, chic, black zip-up sweater. Through the, the chest of it is the classic wood grain mm-hmm. that says Atari. So, this is even weirder than that. Oh, god damn it. All right. Atari film producers announced disruptive project financing with Bushnell token cryptocurrency. Do Gamers what? and Atari fans can own a pro rata, pro data, I'm assuming. Pro rata. Pro rata? I don't know. Share of profits and voting capabilities in the upcoming Atari movie based on the godfather of the video game industry, Nolan Bushnell. Los Angeles, March 21st, 2018. Vision Tree, a media production and financing company, today announced an innovative film funding model with intent to launch a private pre-sell for Bushnell Token in early spring. Bushnell Token is an ERC-20 security token that offers gamers and Atari fans a unique way to co-own and participate in the film from start to finish. Okay, why don't you go to the part that talks about Bushnell? Just All right, here. Nolan Bushnell said, with Atari, a paradigm... No, no, it talks about Bushnell. Oh, oh, oh. A little bit back. Um, Who is Bushnell? Atari fan, Bushnell token, currently in pre-production. 
Uh, biopic about the Godfather video game industry. Nolan Bushnell, who went from fixing broken pinball machines to launching Atari, a ground bank breaking video game manufacturer in the early 1970s. The company's first successful project was a little known game called Pong, 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 Pong. Okay, so I'm going to stop you there because this goes on and on. Wait, hold on. It led to hundreds of millions of dollars in video game sales within a few yes, years. Bushnell sold the company was, to Warner Atari Brothers. Atari was big at one point. Con- communications for $28 million. Okay, so I'm going to break this down for you. I think Bushnell started, to, uh, he started Chuck E. Cheese, I believe, too. Okay, so Bushnell did a lot back in the 70s. He, he was a, a pioneer. He, he launched the Atari brand and made it something. What they don't say is there was a video game crash where like we lost all home consoles for a while until Nintendo revitalized the market. That's a different story. Okay, so I'm what, correct. Nolan Bushnell, Chuck E. Cheese founder. Good for you. Um, so God Vision, damn it, not good for me. That's good for everybody. Vision Tree is some company that's going to make a movie about his life. Okay, cool with me so far. Now we talk okay. about crowdfunding on this podcast, which is why I'm bringing this whole thing up. Okay. So they want to crowdfund this movie about Bushnell's life. Okay, I'm cool so far. But then to do it, they're going to make a new cryptocurrency. And if you know anything about cryptocurrencies, there's a new one every week. Every hour. There's Zacco currency out there. I just fucking made it. You probably... Buy into the Zacco currency. It's fucking amazing. Like if there's not if it's not established, one Zacco currency equals thirty two Bitcoin. It could be whatever you want to say it is because there's like a new one every week. Like using this as your financial backing plan. You know uh, it's better than Zacco currency. What Timo currency? No, plug and play currency. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's better. <laughs> that's like twice as good. Yeah. See, like coming up with the like it's got his face on the coin. Like even though there are no actual coins, it, I don't know. It's although I did hear that. If you have a high enough stock in Bitcoin, they actually do send you an actual physical gold coin. Sure. Uh, Bitcoin is definitely the king of the hill, but there's Dogecoin is surprising, which is an internet meme. Doge mm-hmm. is surprisingly pretty. Um, I have some friends that have dabbled in cryptocurrency like purchasing. So talk to your friends and ask if they would invest in an Atari startup currency that's trying to back a movie. Okay. And see how hard, I, mean, I will see how hard they will ask them. Hey, so how do you get in this crypto thing? I have the perfect one. It's an Atari coin. If they told, if you told them you're going to drop like I don't know five hundred dollars in this Bushnell coin, they'd probably laugh their ass off at you. So that's my what the fuck is Atari doing segment. Oh, that's enough news. We've talked about some complicated stuff. You ready to talk some tech? Yeah, let's 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 talk some tech. don't see any tech here with us. Tech is all around us, Zach. I am tech. So, Bushnell coin is tech. You know what else is tech? Apple iCloud. That's so, very true. Do you remember a couple years back when Jennifer Garner nudes leaked on the internet? Oh, no. No, tell me about it, Tim. Yeah. I don't know anything you, about you it. You could pretend not to know. But how that happened was, like, if you're an Apple user, if you're that particular brand, breed of dumbass... All of your pictures are stored on the cloud, on iCloud, and it's not necessarily hard for people to hack that. So people are understandably... Fun fun, fun fact about iCloud, uh-huh. it's actually Google Doc, or Google Drive, masked with an iOS overlay. Just so you guys know. It's run on Google service, yes. Um, so anyway, people are understandably worried about Upset. the safety of their situation, so... I got a phone call today, and I tried to mess with this guy, and... 
He well, was not playing ball. No. But we're gonna we're gonna actually listen to this here, guys. So Tim this guy's, was this guy's a scammer. This. this is not real. This is this is someone trying to get money out of me or something. I'm not sure where he was going because he chickened out. Yeah. But, but uh, just so you guys know, the the audio in this is a little bit rough. It's a little sharp. Yeah, it's a little sharp. So just you might want to turn down your volume. This call is regarding security breach detected in your iCloud account before. Using any of your Apple device, we strongly recommend you to talk to support advisor. If you wish to talk to a support advisor right now, please press 1. If you wish to... Good music, though. How can I help you? Um, I don't understand. Why are you calling me? The call you received from Apple because there is a security breach detected in your Apple account. So you're Apple? Are you from Apple? Yes, sir. Okay, um, so what kind of breach? I love the what hesitation. Happened? I don't understand. Yes, sir? Hello? All right, are you so watching TV or are they watching TV? I'm watching TV. Oh. My daughter was watching TV. Gotcha. I, I just love that, like, probably one of our listeners, like, knows that language. And the guy in the background is like, holy fuck, this American knows what he's talking about. Hang up, hang up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's as far as it got. I was hoping to get a little bit further. God damn like, it. Maybe next time. How do you record this on your phone? Uh, Easy voice recorder. So there's oh, your nice. t- there's your Tuck Talk tip for the week. Uh, Easy voice recorder is a great phone recording app. Sweet. I didn't realize that I could do that. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, be careful with your digital information on the cloud. If you take anything away from this episode, be careful what you post, like, on Facebook. Be careful what you store in iCloud. Just be careful. You never know, like, that picture. The only true safe thing to keep on your device is the Plug and Put podcast. That's right. That's very true. And with that nugget of knowledge, we're going to take a break and come right back with a refreshed, tasty treat in hand. Some Kickstarters for you. Some uh, game news. Or... Games? Games we've been playing. Games that are coming out. And who knows what else. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. Uh, Tim, we're drinking the same drink we had last time. It's the uh, Boneyard RPM IPA. Yeah, we decided not to mix it up with the uh, whiskey glasses, but... Next week. Too many things to juggle. Too many things to juggle. And we had 64 ounces. Oh, speaking of juggling, okay, I saw this awesome... Okay, we we talked about Facebook and the collecting shit. Okay. But I saw this awesome thing on Facebook. So this this, uh, magician slash juggler is speeding through uh, Texas. Okay. State Patrol officer, Dallas State Patrol officer, pulls him over and asks him where he's going so fast and why he's got to go that fast. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm on my way to a show. I'm the headliner for a juggling and magician show. <laughs> the officer goes, okay, well, if that's true, then if you can juggle, I will let you have this ticket. He goes, I have nothing to juggle. And the officer goes, no worries. He goes back and he gets the uh, road flares, cracks them so they're flaming, and hands him five of them. He starts juggling them. This good old boy from the middle of nowhere, Texas, pulls in behind the state patrol officer and gets out and starts standing next to the patrol officer and goes, what's he doing? He goes, he's doing a test. Obvi- uh, instantly, the good old boy walks over to the police car, 
gets in the back. The cop looks back and goes, walks over to him and goes, what are you doing, sir? He goes, if that's your field sobriety test, there ain't no fucking way I'm passing. <laughs> that's awesome. So, anyways, that's a uh, that's something I saw on Facebook that I thought was really funny today, and uh, I had to share that. So, um, you uh, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Who, who, who's kicking it first? I'll kick it off. All right, let's kick it off. What are you going to kick us off with? So, I, as I've shared on this show, I've recently got into the world of drones. And my first drone was a really good introduction to the world of drones. Um, kind of a base, like one step up above the lowest quality drone you can get. It's got a good, decent camera on it. Um, fairly good controls, but it's 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 definitely an entry level drone. So there's some things, when, you know, when you play with something like that, you kind of learn what you want. And there's things I want that this drone doesn't have, and this Kickstarter definitely grabbed me. That I'm about to share with you. Okay. So this is the Levitop, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play the video now and let them describe what it, what it is and what it does. A new generation of a portable phone operated drone is coming. Drone technology doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. Ever since I was a child, I've been full of curiosity. I often dreamt of nice flying. Subtitles. It's well now, produced video. Left top makes well this produced. dream possible. I assume they use the left top. The left top is high tech with that a solid high build up. quality. I don't know about that. We install the CMOS technology used in digital cameras, C-Bos. meaning your pictures and videos will be sharper and more stunning than any other drones. The video quality the is pretty good. They're showing. Its design is unique. It's 1080p, but I'm fine with that. Our team worked on each detail this to get a perfect, cool. well-balanced result between function and portability. You can't see it, but it all folds up into something the size of Easily the foldable, you can bring the left top anywhere you want by naturally Do carrying I need to it buy at this? your waist. I don't know if you can afford it. Forget complicated preparations. As soon as you're ready to fly, this is what I it'll take you only on. one click to take off. Is this off. what I should buy over a Using our cam? motion control technology via your mobile, I mean, you can drive the flight path by fun. simply tilting your phone. Just move on the right or on the left. The left top is also very easy to use. Preset the left top to GPS and vision position to keep you in the frame. With its intelligent flight system, enjoy full freedom of movement while left top captures the perfect shot. Where are they running? Following and tracking like your like actions automatically. Like it does look third world, doesn't it? I mean, it could also be New York. Nah, it's a little less urban than that. Chicago? With Levtop, you're free from the control stick. No, it's gotta be a different a country. picture whenever you feel like it. UK, maybe Once somewhere? you got your shot, you can edit it on your smartphone and share your own aerial footage to YouTube or Facebook instantly. With our new precision positioning technology, in one click, your drone returns exactly where it took off. We're committed to making Levtop the portable, affordable, and fun drone you finally deserve. So you can buy Thanks an extra for battery. I get that, but how long does one battery last? I guess is my I don't question. Know. Um, let me see if they address that. I'd be under frequently dressed. Okay, so I I kind of backed this. I, I, yeah, you also didn't post that you backed it, so what the fuck? Because I didn't want you to see it. I mean, you told me you backed it. Like instantly. All it said was Levtop. You don't know what Levtop is. 
You told me about The other thing it. about this drone is it has a kind of unique shape. It looks like a canister with like arms coming out of it. Yeah. I'm not as in the drones as you are, so I'm not completely sold. It's a really cool idea. I don't see the I, practicality I like, I like, of it. So I like that it does a lot of the the work for you. It does yeah. it does the instant it does take the off. following and everything else. Yeah, and the motion controls look really simple. Yeah. I've had trouble flying my drone. I'm not a pilot. I suck at it. I, I, I want something that is like, more plug and play friendly. Yeah. Little training wheels. I don't mind that. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not ashamed. Um, so the level I backed at was the uh, early bird 139, which includes a level top drone with one charger cable, one battery and a user manual at 52% off the retail price of 289. Nice. So um, how much I, was it? 140. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 could, mi- I missed but... the super early bird at 129, but 10 bucks, whatever. I'm probably going to bump it up before the end of the campaign for um, an extra battery, which is 26 and 15 for that carry case. Look like a thermos. Yeah, yeah. So is this like a PAX item? I don't think so. I mean, above the crowds, Tim, following us around. Uh, I don't want to worry about it. No, that's I don't point. want to worry about an expensive thing. Um, there is an early bird uh, level top times two if you think you really want this i could bump it up to this 269 level um i think knowing where you're at right now probably not you could probably play with, not play with mine a little bit yeah with yours um but going all the way to the top level is a early bird for four um for 519 so i'm gonna try to look really quick for frequently asked questions comments i i like that it uh it dumbs down everything that's what I want. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a drone with like just normal controls. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one does sort of land itself a little bit. Like you push the land and it just drops down. The thing is, it drops down no matter where it is. This one will will go to the original launch point. It's got GPS, which in it. is maybe feasible, but maybe not. Not if it's following so, you. Twenty minute flight time. Okay, so that's, if that's you run for fifteen minutes, it's not going back to where the hell you dropped it. Okay, but twenty minutes is a long time. Like I've, no, I've, no, I know twenty minutes. Twenty minutes is like. Ooh, it's at- got a stabilized camera. That's good. Ten eighty p stabilized camera. That's cool. Built-in Wi-Fi transferring, quadruple folding frame, uh, LiPo three S removable battery, hundred meter range, lightweight design. Um, field of vision is one hundred twenty degrees. iOS and Android compatible. Thirty three miles per hour max speed. Um, I don't know. I, I like the design elements they've incorporated. No, and, it's very cool. And if they deliver on the app, like being able to tilt and move with my phone um, would be cool. So I'm excited. I hope they, you know. I hope they deliver. I do too. Yeah. So. Um, I took the chance. I, I backed this. Cool. So what's your uh, next kick it? Have you ever played a uh, Fable game? Yes. The first one. So. Oh, sweet. Do you remember Chicken Chaser? <laughs> um, kind of. So, people will call you Chicken Chaser mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. And also, chickens play a huge thing in Zelda. What do yes. chickens do to you in Zelda? Well, nothing if you leave them alone. What happens if you uh, well, there's touch two... them? That depends. Are you picking them up or are you, are you... If you hurt them. If you pick them up, you can fly with them. That's true. If you swing your sword at them, they squawk once. Yep. If you do it again, you get swarmed by chickens until you die. I don't know how these people then die, Tim, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about the most stunning, high-quality, what-the-fuck chicken book photos ever. So it's a photo book of chickens. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show you right now. I don't know if they actually talk, but we're going to talk about this. 
chicken. The chicken like dove hey, stepping in front of us. This is Matteo and Moreno, the creators of Chicken, a book about well, to us. chickens. <laughs> this book has more than 70 stunning high-res images. You will never look at a chicken the same way again. I no, I won't. Oh my gosh, let's get, let's get personal. These are some uh, disturbing close-ups. Aren't they? It's a freaking chicken. Okay, that's enough. All jokes aside. Oh, hold on. Chicken is a photographic book Hold on. No, Tim, look at this. No, you gotta fucking look at this. This is like a full-blown... It's a legit, like, art Chicken's book. on a photo shoot, dude. Intense debates. They're not out in the field, bro. They're, like, behind the green screen. They're listening to music. Getting pampered. They're getting fluffed. We Chicken use flubber. the best materials and print processes Oh my god, available. they are using like, and this really is the high point quality printers. Yeah. should probably tell you about paper, This guy gets printing. off on chickens. I, I like the cover of this Here's book. Here's some more chickens. That's a chicken with tall legs. Holy Claudia. Yeah. These are some, I will say, these are some exotic looking chickens. We probably There's chickens I've never away. seen before. That's but the chicken? book's not all. I guess so. From they look like a pigeon. Posters, yeah. collectible journals, model composites, Yes, you heard it right. And limited edition, numbered and signed artwork. By the way, no animals were harmed in the making of these photos. We love animals. And none of these beauties were hurt, forced, or leashed during the photo shoots. And none of this would be possible without your support. Thank you. So what the fuck? If you're into chickens, like, this is an amazing If you get off, off on chickens, like some people say that other people get off on goats. I don't want to know about it. This is a what the fuck chicken moment for you guys. A inspiring coffee table book is what they're claiming. I say it's better with a scrambled egg. <laughs> um, they are looking for nine thousand eight hundred forty-nine U.S. dollars. They mm-hmm. have one hundred twenty-three five hundred eighty U.S. dollars. One thousand five hundred thirteen backers twenty-two days ago. So this is fully funded. This is good to fly. Do chickens fly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, you fly kind of with a chicken. Ish. Not not like uh, other they birds. Soar. Or- they, don't, they do not soar. Um, composite, journal, and calendar, or calendar, for 13 US dollars. The granddaddy of them all. The chicken chaser. Meet the photographer's custom portrait. Uh, this exclusive reward allows you to meet Matteo and Marino, and have a unique portrait of you together with your own chicken, or your pet, <laughs> plus a signed chicken book. An exclusive custom portrait chosen together with Marino and Matteo. Signed by the authors, a chance to spend time with the photographer, photographers of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, travel costs not included to be determined at the end of the campaign. You will be able to arrange location and details. There are still three of those, and that is for six thousand one hundred and fifty-seven U.S. dollars. So check it out, guys. Wow. Okay. I did not see that coming. Nope. Nobody does. Okay. So. Oddly enough, my second Kickstarter is also a coffee table book. It's called Hardcore Gaming 101. Okay. Um, why don't I just let the guy talk about it? Hello, I'm Kurt Collada, founder and editor-in-chief of Hardcore Gaming 101, a website focused on retro and obscure video games. Today I'm here to talk to you about my latest project, HG101 Presents Japanese Video Game Obscurities. Now, I've published about a dozen books at HG101, although this one is a little bit different. 
For starters, unlike the other books, which all draw material that's already been published on the site, this one is 100% original writing. So even if you've read the site from front to back, you'll definitely find something new here, in addition to some other cool stuff that's been featured there too. This book also gets the benefit of professional graphic designers, as well as being published as hardcover. So once you get in your hands, it will definitely look and feel pretty cool. Now, selecting the games in my book, I wanted to make sure to include a wide variety of titles, covering all kinds of genres and platforms. For example, games like Sakura Wars and Tokimeki Memorial, which were extremely popular in Japan, but almost none of them were released here, butt. so the phenomenon never came over. Then again, there's also historically <laughs> important titles like Falcom Xanadu, which I've is never one heard of the best-selling like, Japanese games. PC titles of all time. Or the Protopio Sierra Murder Case, which was designed by the creator of Dragon Quest and basically created the entire Japanese adventure game genre. I also want to pick up some interesting computer role-playing games. Like one of them over here. Hold on. Yeah. He just said a Japanese adventure role-playing game. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It was like an 8-bit looking fucking thing. It looked like a murder like mystery thing. Alright, let's continue on. And it, yeah, Did I you notice that the dialogue was in English? Yeah. Okay, just continue. Last Armageddon, we control a band of monsters that are fighting off against some of the cover art for these games is pretty fucking epic. Digan no Maseki, featuring some Never gorgeous illustrations here by sci-fi artist Naoyuki Kato. That's pretty cool. Bizarre shoot 'em ups like Chowiniki, filled with muscle That's men the only game I've heard. They are humping each other, wrestling. Like really muscular wrestlers. Developed by Boobies. Kate, the legendary arcade developer. This is more like what you expect, like kind of anime army. stuff. But yeah. unique titles like Linda Q. I will say all the examples. Like there's a broad array. It's not all anime. Stuff. No, it's not all anime. Japanese role-playing games. Like that. And most of the games have been. got to include that. It's a big part of the market. But he has, it looks like he's taken an effort to do a broad range of Japanese games. He's got 8-bit, he's got realistic, he's got fighter, he's got anime. Anyway, thank you for checking this out. I do hope you'll consider pledging. And I'm not going to lie, this guy seems like a really nice guy. So what I, what attracts me to this is that it, it seems like he's he's really going really hard on on a wide array of Japanese games we haven't heard of. Not just like all JRPGs, like, mm, with anime mm. characters. It's, like, some really interesting... Like, so that's what attracts me to it, is because, of course, we've played some Japanese games here, but there's a different market in Japan, and I haven't heard a lot of these titles, and it would be a really cool way to learn about them. Um, and, of course, he's going to do all the research and write the articles and do the pictures, and yeah. it would be, be a really neat thing to have. So I <laughs> backed this one, too. <laughs> so what we're saying is we are two for three out of the Plug and Play podcast kickstarter campaigns for this week i backed both of mine this week which i don't think has ever happened before i don't think so although we haven't been doing two a piece for a while thank so. god because yeah. i would have been broke by now holy crap I, I need to find a wtf one next time that i won't definitely won't back i mean i found a couple of wtf ones you are totally balancing me out this week i, yep. need, I need to find crappy ones that I, I will not be at risk of backing just so i have money. i mean my next one's not too crappy I don't, it's I, unfeasible, but I haven't looked at it honestly. So back to mine really quick. They are looking for um sixteen thousand dollars. I got twenty thousand uh, dollars. Twenty days to go. Um, I'm at the hardback uh, U.S. level, which is uh fifteen pounds or twenty one U.S. plus shipping. Shipping is actually quite a lot. I'm guessing it's coming from somewhere in the U.K. Going up to the the top level, which is a thousand pounds, which equals about thirteen hundred eighty six U.S.D. Patreon includes a leather-bound hardback first edition with special thanks printed on the front of the book for you or your company. Um, an ebook, a digital copy of all previous previous HG101 books. I guess he's done some more of these books. And any previous um, paperback book except for 200 top games. 
plus an A4 digital print as above for all other opportunities. Bulk purchases and bespoke editions, plea contact unbound. Um, so I'm not going to get this book for a while. Uh, bah, 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 bah. It's okay, 2019. Bah. It'll be a cool surprise for me sometime. Yeah, like, no shit. You'd be like, oh, fuck, I backed this. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Way. So those are my two. Uh, what's your last one? Well, I'm going to somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but I'm going somewhere tropical. Mm-hmm. Sunny. Sunny. Warm. Warm, nice weather. Where you just want to swim. You want to be in the water. Okay. Um. So I have the Aquajet H2. What is that? An aerodynamic sea scooter for everyone. So we'll go ahead and let them talk about it. Because <laughs> I fucking want to have this for when I go. Okay. We love water, and we can always find new ways to explore it. Now we can fly in it. That's right. We can fly Introducing underneath it. Aquajet that looks like the thing that will pull James Bond along. It's like going to a secret underground base. Rotating, fast descending and descending, and any action you want. With H2, you can achieve. Just so you know, you don't want to descend or ascend too quickly. Rescue and retrieve, or diving performance. So when the hot blonde loses her bracelet, you can make a sharp turn by rotating the device. Tilt it to ascend or descend. Travel more what if a whale hits you, though? And have maximum mm. freedom with a perfect horizontal balance and control experience. It looks pretty easy to use. It does. Intelligent controlled motor that I mean, I kind of want this for a pool, honestly. Per hour. I think it's hit the end of the pool too fast. Other similar devices. It'd still be cool, though. Yeah, but I think you need open water for this. Before any mechanical failures. And it's low sonic so you're saying is I shouldn't sure have back to you? I'll laugh if you did. It doesn't look It doesn't look cheap. No, to assemble the H2, simply connect the battery, lock the front lid, attach the wings, and it's good to go. To turn it on, hold down the bump on the left and press the button on the right. Pressing the button again will switch between three speeds. And let go of the left bump will turn it off. The rear screen will protect your hand from the propeller. And even if something gets in, the motor will shut down automatically. That's always nice. 30 feet below water and your motor shuts off. Well, Zach, you don't need to Explore lose anywhere more your about the ocean with H2. I'm not worried about that. running time can take you anywhere within a 6-kilometer range. The hand strips can prevent losing your device in the water. And even if you lose it, H2's positive buoyancy will lead it back to the surface. Where somebody else can grab it. Dive with H2. Hey, look what I found. Design allows <laughs> hey, you to mine! Dive even deeper. Finders keepers. The motor can generate a thrust of up to 40 pounds, allowing it to carry four adults at once. <laughs> this makes it a perfect device for underwater rescue or hanging out with friends. You know, whatever. Yeah. Rescue. Attach friends. your GoPro to the H2 and record your next adventure in the big blue. I'm not going to lie, this looks really cool. I mean, I kind of wish I had one for when I was going next week. Videos. What like are the other possibilities of H2? Yeah, it does. You will only need to find out. Overstar. Alright, how much is this bad boy? Alright, well... Um, so, dive deep, swim fast, surf the waves, or simply play with this 
this three-speed multifunctional aerodynamic water entertainment toy. They are looking for ten thousand U.S. dollars. They currently have sixty-eight thousand one hundred fifty U.S. dollars. Eighty backers twenty years ago. Wow, eighty backers, and they're at that level. So that means super early bird. Mm-hmm. The launch special was six ninety-nine. Those that, are all gone. That's not six dollars ninety-nine cents. Nope. $739 or more gets you the super early bird. There's 30 of those left. The early bird is 799 And the Kickstarter special is $1,299. Dang. If jumping you, up to if the... If you really want this, you better jump at the early bird. No That's a big shit. jump. 500 bucks almost. Yeah. The gift package, mm-hmm. $5,990. Aqua Jet H2 package times 10. Get one for all your grandkids. Aqua Jet H2 times 10. Inflator pump times 10. Battery times 10. Charger times 10. Extra ceiling ring times 10. Allen wrench times 10. Times 10. Swimming cap times 10. Clump weight times 10. Portable bag and maintenance times 10. There are three out of three of those left. You want to know something crazy, though? Hmm. At $2,995, you get the group package, which is five of everything, except for the extra seal ring. You get ten of those. There is two out of five of those left. Three people have picked the $2,995 package. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's some rich people out there. I mean, it's cool, but that's not going to work for me. Don't things like this... Already sort of exist? Yeah, they do. Okay. And I think for cheaper. Okay. I think this has a little bit better of a, uh, like a distance and a duration. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably a little bit beefier and a little bit more durable and more portable. But these types of things do exist. Okay. So. Hey, Zach. What's up, Tim? We play video games sometimes. 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 Did you play any video games this week? I played Jackbox Party Pack 3. Okay. So. With friends? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's been a pattern for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. That's all I've been playing, though. What was your favorite out of those? Um, I really like this one called... Uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called. Basically, you all start a life. Mm-hmm. You're being tortured in a torture room. Mm-hmm. And if you answer the question incorrectly, you go to a final stage where it could be either you have to choose a finger to cut off or you have to answer a question... Or do multiplication questions faster than the other people. Mm -hmm. And if you lose that challenge, you die. But don't worry. If you die, you can still make it out alive. Because the very very last person to survive goes to the escape phase. Where it's just question after question after question after question. But the dead people Mm -hmm. are still playing against that person. And if you catch up to them, then you take their body over. They get kicked to death, and you become alive again, and then you have to work towards your exit. It's pretty fun. I really like it. It's a lot of fun. It's confusing as hell to explain. It if really... I had a way to record Switch, I would totally do that. I mean, I have a way you could. I know, but I'd have to figure out how to work a mic into it. I've tried. It doesn't work out too well with the system I have. Gotcha. Um, okay, cool. I mean, yeah. it sounds uh, pretty twisted for a trivia game. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. There's also a t-shirt one. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that one, yeah. finally. Um, 
So I've been playing more games than you. Yes, you have. I did try to kill the Colossus. Um, I didn't quite finish it, but I figured out you how You tried. To, gotcha. I ha- I've figured out what I need to do. So this is the fourth Colossus. Um, I need to get underground and sneak behind him and jump on his back. When okay. There's basically these underground uh, tunnels that go in four different directions. And while he's poking around trying to find me in the last one I was at, you sneak up behind him and jump. Because he's got really long legs with no Okay. Hair. Like you can crawl on hair, um, but his legs are all like like bony muscle. Like he, you can't grab onto it. But when he's poking down at the hole, like he bends down and you can jump up on his tail. Okay. So that's what I need to do. I just haven't been successful jumping up on his tail before he notices him behind him. Yada, yada. So I will go back and kill that fourth Colossus this next week. How many Colossus or Colossi are there? I think there's 16. I killed two Holy last week, fuck. so I'm technically not behind-ish. But I need, to, I need to finish that one off. Um, I picked up Tesla versus Lovecraft, which came out last week. We talked about it. Saw that. It's a fun twin-stick shooter, very colorful. Um, it's also a multiplayer, and both my kids have played it with me. Uh, one is better than the other. Um, the Male f- or female? Female. Gotcha. So, um, Not surprising. The funny thing is, if you're player one, you start the level in Tesla's mech. Which gives you like this awesome firepower. You just like That's m- cool. mow down enemies. And my daughter's like, "Hey, how come you're always player one?" I'm like, "Can I get the mech?" Duh. Um, That's really a question with her. Yeah, that's a dumb question. You can be the lab assistant that doesn't get the mech. So you get the mech for like thirty seconds, and then it breaks down. That's and you, cool. You have to find the pieces. And once you find all five pieces, you can activate the mech again. Cool. There's also like different weapons, like shotgun, a Tesla coil gun. Um, a, Get like a Gatling thing, not a Gatling, hmm. uh, Tommy gun. Okay. Um, so you pick up those kind of guns, and then there's secondary fire modes. Um, also, when you kill enough baddies, you get uh, perks, basically, like points toward perks, like a twenty percent boost in like damage bullet, bullet or, damage, or thirty yeah. percent up in your health, or a better dodge, like a chance to dodge damage, twenty percent, that kind of thing. So, um, it's fun. The st- stages are pretty short, like I don't know, five minutes or less. Hmm. We played one that was kind of a boss level. That was pretty intense. Um, it looks like I'm about one-third through the map already, so it looks like this game isn't super long. Nice. But it's fun. I got on the Switch. I wasn't Switch. sure which... Switch it, it up. Yeah, it'd be fine on PS4 or whatever, too. But now I can carry it with me if I want. So that's a fun twix, twin, t- the, the, twin... Twin stick, stick shooter. Yes, thank you. I uh, also got a code randomly for Octohedron. Um, the fuck is that? It's hard to describe. It's very visual. Like you are this um, little light guy, and when you, you jump, you can hold down the trigger button and make a platform appear underneath you. So you basically make your own little. No. Yeah, and there's other little physics puzzles, and uh, uh-uh. it's really hard. It's not working for me. Yeah, it's it's very like kind of trippy looking. Like if you were stoned, it'd be a great game because it's all all these lights and stuff. Um, but it's hard. I'm not really into it. My daughter's better at it than me, which always. So what you're saying is your daughter is stoned? No, maybe I'm stoned because I'm bad at it. Gotcha. And then Zach. Yep. I finally played Player Unknown's Battleground. That is so exciting. How'd you do, buddy? Except I played on mobile. That's gay. <laughs> so um, it came out this I week. I still haven't played it yet. So let me pull it up right now, actually, and I'll show it to you really fast. Um, it looks surprisingly. I've watched you play, and it looks a lot like the full game. It's from uh, the company we just talked about, Ten Cent Games. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! 
Uh, you want to play? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna play it here. Um, so it. it's the same setup. You start out in an area, the lobby. Um, there's some definitely free to play elements, like getting, you know, like clothes and skins and stuff. Mm-hmm. To all players, we would like to let you know PUBG Mobile. Yes, it's like yes. Okay. Um, and then you start with the the plane. You parachute. The controls are better than you think. It's the typical like move your thumbs. One side of the screen looks around. The other one moves you forward. There's buttons on one side, like, uh, you know, the kick or jump or not to kick, but jump, crouch. Um, if you have a gun, shoot. I'm um, the controls fairly well for a screen. You're naked, by the way. Yeah, I haven't unlocked a close yet. Um, I should probably click on the thing that gets. Oh, I've already started. That's cool. Um, so my first game, I did actually pretty well. I, I, I got a couple weapons in my first house. I found an R, like, not an RV, um, uh, dune buggy. Dune buggy, thank you. And I took the road like straight to the middle and I just hid in a building <laughs> and waited for it to shrink down. And I got to uh to the fifth place before the circle shrank and I had to leave my little building of safety and I got like headshot at a bunch of times. Um I killed two people. Um Oh shit, there's like an auto run on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of st- smart stuff for mobile. Um so the controls will not be exactly the same. It's it's definitely changed to be f- better for mobile. But I thought it provided a pretty decent version of the experience for a mobile platform. Um, so far, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm running around naked. I'm not really sure what... The, okay, that does that. That does that. What does this do? So you're, you're not to the plane yet. No, not to the plane yet. So, jump, apparently. So Zach's going to probably zone out and uh, play this for a while. So maybe I should do the game releases. Yeah, sure. Why don't you, why don't you pass it over to me? I'm on the plane, bitches! Mm-hmm. Oh, um. Well, um. Here, take that. Why? Because we unplugged. Oh dear. All right, guys. Game releases this week while Tim's playing. Tim, don't die so I can play. Uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger, Night of the Quacken. I think it's supposed to say Kraken, but this is Quacken. Where do you want me to jump? I don't care. PC. Earthlock, Festival of Magic, PS4, Attack on Titans 2, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Sea of Thieves, PC, Xbox One. I really want to try Sea of Thieves. Yeah, is it a Windows game or only a PC? Or only a, um, you said sure. PC, didn't you? Yeah, PC. Okay. Um, not PS4. Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, PS4, Xbox One, Titan Quest, PS4, Xbox One, PS4. That's weird. Shantae and the Pirates Curse, Nintendo Switch. Swim Out, Nintendo Switch. Assault Gunners HD Edition, PS4. Floor Plan, PS4. Mejong Gold, PS4. Nero Voider, PS4 VR, I believe. Um, Octohedron. I played that. Did you? Did you like it? Was that a lot of fun? That was the light one that you said you were out. Oh, that's right. That's the stoner one. PSN V? PS4 VR? RBI Baseball 18, PS4, Bad Dudes, Nintendo Switch, Manticore, Galaxy of Fire, Nintendo Switch, Slay Away Camp, Butcher's Cut, Nintendo Switch. I like Switch. Slay Away, that's a fun puzzle game where you kill things. Gikido Gantiro's Revenge, Nintendo Switch, Eat Beat Dead, Spike Sand, Nintendo Switch, Soul Divide, Sword of Darkness for Nintendo Switch, No Thing, Nintendo Switch. Arcade Archives, Moon Patrol, Nintendo Switch, ACO Neo Geo, Heroes 
World 2 Jet Nintendo Switch. Nai no Kuni, Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom PS4, PC, Neo, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Day 1 Edition PS4. Jesus Christ. Neo Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Deluxe Edition PS4. Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Premium Edition PS4. Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Collector's Edition PS4. Thank God. Detective Pikachu 3DS. Castle of Hearts Nintendo Switch. A Way Out PS4. Velocity Times 2 Critical Mass Edition. Vita Gem Smashers Nintendo Switch. Maria the Witch PS4. Gal Gunvolt Burst PS4. Cluster Truck Nintendo Switch. Cluster fuck of a cluster truck. Kirby Stars Ally Nintendo Switch. Splatoon 2 Starter Edition. PS or no, not PS4. Nintendo Switch. I'm on fire. Ah, Jesus Christ. Burnout Paradise Remastered PS4, Xbox One. Toki Tori Nintendo Switch. Tesla vs. Lovecraft, Nintendo Switch. I think this Switch. is last week's releases, by the way. Last day of June, Nintendo Switch. I think you did not update these. I meant to. <laughs> but I don't think you did. Nope. Welcome. So, uh, don't forget to check us out at Facebook.com for this plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram. I'm dying. Plug and play cast. Oh, YouTube.com. I was killed by Tanner. Plug and, play gamer. and until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. Fucking did. You fucking died. While I read the video game releases. You were like jacking off in the corner, dying. <laughs>